I want to greet you in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today I want to continue speaking about the subject of prayer. Last time I spoke about the subject of spirit empowered prayer, where we need to pray with and led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our ever present help, He will help us to pray. Now, I want to go into how Jesus teaches us to pray. And um, when you read the Bible from uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 5, the Bible says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. So let's begin to break this down so that we all have an understanding about what God expects of us when we are praying. So the Bible says, do not be like the hypocrites or the pretenders when you are praying. It's very important to get our hearts right, to get our motives right when we are praying. The hypocrites wanted to be seen. They wanted to pray standing and uh, in the synagogues, on the street corners, they wanted to be seen by others. And um, if you have that attitude, this lockdown has been an opportunity for you to go into isolation and pray. Now nobody can see you. Now no one can uh, see your gymnastics or your language or your lingo in prayer. It's just you and God. And uh, take advantage of this lockdown to get your prayer in order if you were that that type of person who wanted to be seen by others jesus says that truly i tell you you will have received your reward in full and i know that even for the best of us including myself there are times when we would want to be seen by others where we want people to have a higher opinion of our spirituality we want people to think mightily of us but that will kill your prayer when you want to be seen by others. Prayer is about conversing with God. Prayer is about a serious interaction between you and God. And uh, it's not about trying to show off to people that people may know that you are able to speak to God. And in a world of competition, in a world where we all want to be ahead of others, the flesh normally wants to take precedence and the fleshly mind wants to be puffed up the fleshly mind the fleshly mind wants honor from men and it's very easy to just want to show off but jesus says when you pray don't be like the hypocrites don't look for men's honor don't you know be boasting about how long you pray and uh, you know show off to people that you can do so many great exploits in prayer you just receive your reward from men in full and not from God. And what a sad thing it is to receive your reward from men instead of receiving it from God. Then verse 6, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. God wants us to learn the secret of powerful prayer that is done behind the closed doors and uh, the power of secret prayer and the power of a public reward you will see that when you are a man of 
secret prayer, you are going to be receiving your public reward. God will honor you for praying in secret, for treasuring that secrecy, for treasuring that secret place, for treasuring that time of intimate communion with him. God takes it that seriously. And the Bible says, your father who is unseen will see what you're doing and he will reward you and people will see your honor. And in verse 7, the Bible says, and when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. Right, and when we use the word babbling there, it's not speaking about other tongues, because when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you are enabled to speak in other tongues. When you're now praying in other tongues, that is not babbling, that is praying in the Spirit, the Spirit of God giving you utterance, you know, and in, in using your voice because you don't know how to pray. So the Holy Spirit comes to help you and then enables you to pray in other tongues. Babbling is a repeating something over and over again, repeating it over and over again, maybe to push for time or to quench your conscience that I've been praying for a long time and you just keep on going around and around and that's what the heathens would do and they would go bubbling and bubbling thinking that God would hear them but the Bible says don't keep on bubbling like the pagans you will notice that in our culture the Shona culture I find that when people want Mzimu or those ancestral spirits to come out they you know go around and round bubbling and bubbling until maybe around midnight after midnight then that Mzimu comes out and God is saying don't pray like those heathens that's what pagans do but we are children of God we don't have to to be bubbling we just have to be people of prayer we are talking to God and it's very important. Verse number eight, do not be like them for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And this is a very key aspect of prayer. When you pray, as you are approaching your heavenly father, know that he knows. I want to repeat that, know that he knows. You are not trying to convince God to discover new things when you are praying. You are not trying to impress upon God a new discovery to say, God, I don't think you really know what's going on. Or God, I really don't know, you know, I don't think you really know the stuff that I've gone through. The Bible says God knows what you need before you ask him. So that means our prayers must be confident, they must be direct, they must be concise, and they must be specific. I even urge people to keep a prayer journal. And that helps you to even lock down your prayer and reduce it to writing. To say, God, on the 5th of May, I prayed about this. And then you journal it and you lay it before the Lord. Because it helps us to keep on, to move forward in our prayer lives and to be specific with God. And just to record it and then be sure to mark it as God answers it. Because he knows exactly what you need. And... Um, Sometimes we think that we have to convince God to bless us, we have to convince God to move on our behalf. I want you to know that when you were still a sinner, God was already convinced. Before you even knew him, God had already moved. Before you were even born, Jesus had died for you on the cross. Before you had even committed sin, Jesus had paid the price for your sin. That means that 
God loves you so much that even before you even ask him, he knows what you need and he has already provided for you. On that mount, it shall be provided. And uh, that's why Jesus died on the cross. Verse 9, this is then how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And this is the manner that we ought to pray. And I want us to just zero in on one aspect that God was just dropping in my heart this morning. That when we pray, who are we praying to? Who are we praying to? And uh, God was just really strengthening this point in my heart to say that sometimes we pray for ourselves. We pray to satisfy ourselves. And uh, we don't pray to our Father in heaven. That's why we are not confident that our prayers have not been heard. We are not confident that our prayers have been heard. We are not sure that God has heard them because we are not praying to God. And you find that sometimes we pray in tongues and our minds are far, far from God. We are not even focusing on Him. Sometimes we are pushing the clock. Today is a day of prayer and um, you just push you know, and your mind is not focused on God. You are not looking at God. It's, it's like it's, 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 it's pushing time. It's mechanical. Like what we were saying on the Zoomcast on Sunday, that prayer must not be mechanical. It must be relational. I was challenged by this man of God who was saying that he went for a prayer retreat. And uh, when he went for that prayer retreat, he was just getting born again. And uh, he didn't know how to approach God. And uh, he asked, some people said, let's go, oh, go out and pray. And he said, so how do I pray to God? And uh, one of the people just told him, just talk to God like you are talking to a friend. Have a conversation with God. Speak to him conversationally. And uh, that's exactly what he did. He then went and uh, started speaking to God conversationally. And uh, when he was doing that conversational discussion with God, that's when he received the call of God for his life. He said, I heard the audible voice of God. And God spoke to him. And he, look, I mean, this guy is just getting born again. doesn't know too many things. But in a very simple prayer, he is talking to God as a man speaks to a friend. And uh, during that conversation, he hears the voice of God. And he became one of the greatest pastors of his generation from a conversation with God. But it was with God. You was relating to God. And you must avoid that religious spirit of trying to push for time or trying to push for records. I've done this and I've done this. But let's talk to our Heavenly Father. You may be, sh- you may be shocked that after you are done praying, you haven't spoken to your Father. But you are speaking for yourself or for the record. After you are done praying, God has not even heard your prayer because you are not even talking to Him. You are talking to yourself and uh, talking to your pride. But today, I want us all to call upon God and uh, seek the Lord. Seek the face of God. And uh, when you read the Bible in the book of Hebrews, it tells us that we must approach God. And uh, you find that in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14, the Bible says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, 
yet he did not sin. Let us, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So we need to approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive the mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So you find that it's very important for us to reach and approach God and his grace will be mighty upon our lives. May God bless you. May you become a person of prayer. May you enjoy your times of prayer. I'm telling you this, that when you start conversing with God, you are going to understand what it means when the Bible says pray without ceasing. Because a conversation is no start or a conversation doesn't need a, a, a necessarily a formal setting. You can have a meeting with God. You can walk. I do prayer walks. There are times when I just walk out of my house and I just start talking to God as I'm walking. As you're driving into town, you're talking to God. As you are shopping in the shopping in the shops around town, you're just talking to God. As you are bathing in the shower, you're talking to God. As you are cooking, you're talking to God. As you are relaxing in the house, you're talking to God. And you find that it be, enriches your life. You become a, 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 a real you know, prayer person, not you know, one who's ticking the mark to say, for today I'm done praying. For today I'm done checking in. It has to go beyond that. It has to go into the level of a relationship. And you'll find that you are going to hear the voice of God even more clearer as you start conversing with him. Today, make a decision to start conversing with God. It's going to change you. It's going to change your life completely. You are going to hear from God and you start hearing the spirit of God ministering and dropping a lot of things as you start conversing with God. I will carry on with this topic and I know it will bless you and God will do mighty works in your life. God bless you. Let me pray for you. I declare the word of God in his power and in his authority to everyone who is hearing this message. May this word open the eyes of understanding. May we become deeper in prayer. May we become earnest in prayer. And may we become effectual in prayer. Like what the Bible says in the book of James 5. That the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We declare that the word of God is mighty. And that word will change somebody's life and make them whole again. May you become a person of prayer. May you become a person of earnest prayer. May God do mighty works in your life. And you will become a great person in your generation. You will hear that voice that will say to you, this is the way you walk in it. May God bless you. May God do wonderful works for you. In Jesus' name, amen.